This is your Sheriff's Report with Pine County Sheriff Jeff Nelson on the WCMP On Demand. Jeffrey, what's up, my friend? How you feeling today? Today's a good day so far. That's what I like to hear, my friend. You know, it's going fantastic for a person like me. I um, I don't know. You probably weren't listening about, uh, what was it, two months ago? Two months ago, I accidentally parked my wife in with one of our spare vehicles. That was a manual, and my wife couldn't drive, can't drive a manual. Um, she probably could if she put her mind to it, but uh, couldn't, so I blocked her in. And uh, she had to take the truck, and the truck, she had basically had to drive across the yard, get out, miss a couple of trees to get it out. This morning, I got to work, fixed some issues, started off the show, you know, nothing, nothing out of the average. Pat my pocket, my wife's keys are in my pocket somehow. Even though I hadn't taken, I haven't taken her car all week long, haven't gotten anything out of her car all week long. It just doesn't make any sense, Sheriff. Hmm. And we don't have spare keys, right? Isn't that weird? You know what vehicle has spare keys? The truck that's the most parked in. Makes all, sense. We, we got spare keys for that. Makes a lot that's of the sense. Only, that's the only vehicle I got spare keys for. How many sets of keys you got for each vehicle, Sheriff? At least two? I think all of them have two. Man, how the 1% live. We're paying you too much with our, our tax dollars, Sheriff, so if, if you can afford two sets of keys with every vehicle. Or a just haven't lost them oh here we go or we go. put them in someone else's pocket here comes the guilt trip here comes right. the guilt trip all right know. sheriff well do you got some stuff to talk about today uh we do a little bit well all right let's get into it okay uh so <clears throat> last friday we had a uh apartment fire in the hinkley area and uh everything went very well there so it's worth noting when uh, obviously good things Good outcomes on uh, things that could be a lot worse. So, um, you know, it, it all kind of came together in a lot of different areas. We had the, the deputies obviously responded out there and helped people to uh, get out of the building and um, get relocated. Uh, a neighboring building was able to open up their space for people to go in. So it was a short walk across the street for uh, people to stay uh, inside. Obviously, it was, uh, if you remember last Friday, it was fairly cold. And it seems like we get a, a fair amount of uh, fires in those situations where it gets really mm-hmm. cold, uh, whether it's uh, taxing on the electrical system as the heaters kick in and all that kind of other stuff that goes with that. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the uh, the cause, uh, I believe it was electrical on this fire, but what would have caused that, I don't know. Uh, but really good response on the fire departments too. They got there quickly. The, the building uh, did not suffer a whole lot of damage from that. And uh, and in, we also uh, had our emergency management uh, response as well, and um, ultimately got the Red Cross involved, and just a lot of moving parts when you start looking at it, especially in an apartment when there's multiple uh, uh, people affected by it, not uh, uh, just one family or what have you. So it, it worked out really good uh, on a small scale, if you will. Um, when you consider emergency management, you kind of think of the bigger emergency, the flooding and the tornado response and that kind of stuff. But it really comes together in, in even these you know, smaller uh, responses. And uh, and again, it uh, it worked out well. There was uh, no injuries. Uh, one of the, I don't think any of the residents had any uh, smoke inhalation. One of the deputies did uh, spend a little more time in the building. And uh, him and the <clears throat> maintenance worker ended up 
entering one apartment that they knew there were some people in, but they weren't responding. Uh, so the deputy uh, had a, what I'm told was a, a minor uh, case of smoke inhalation. Obviously, I, there's no such thing as minor when you start dealing with the smoke uh, on a structure fire. There's mm-hmm. a, a lot of chemicals involved in that, but... Uh, did not need to be hospitalized, just uh, got checked out by the ambulance that was on scene and and uh, went about his day, but um, obviously did a good job of getting those people uh, to respond and, and notify them them about what was going on in the building and getting them out of there. So um, all in all, it was, uh, uh, I think, a pretty, pretty good response to what could have uh, gotten a lot worse. And Again, a lot of thanks goes out to the fire department's response, and the Kinkley and Pine were both there on that. Uh, the ambulance crews that were there to to help, and, uh, and again, it just came together nicely. Uh, even though it's a huge disruption on uh, you know several families uh, in that event, the uh, the outcome was good as it could have been. I think so. Hats off to everyone that helped out on that. Uh, well, we can talk about the the. St- old standby crimes it seems that uh, we talk about a lot so catalytic converters are still a thing uh, we do have some suspects that I talked about before and developed some some more this week in other counties is and, tracking all that down becoming really exhausting it is it is <laughs> aren't you glad I made it back in time for the sheriff's support you know I, I well <laughs> I, I won't tell you what I was really going to say so uh, so yes, it is. Um, it's annoying when uh, those calls keep on going on, and you got to convert and, all that time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so the one that uh, stands out the most, I think, some of them are, uh, you know, the higher vehicles off the ground seem to be easier to get to and crawl underneath and um, take those off uh, way too quickly. But there was actually one this past week we had that was a, uh, I think it was a Prius. So not mm. a whole lot of ground clearance for somebody to slide under there. Um, but uh, it was in the uh, Pine City Walmart parking lot, kind of off to the side a little bit. Um, and when they came out to their vehicle, they noticed something was odd about it and found out <laughs> Prius there was, sounded like a pickup truck. Uh, yes, it did, eventually. Yeah. Uh, the first thing they noticed was that it was still up on a jack. Oh. So somebody had taken the time to uh, lift the car, jack it up, crawl underneath it, and cut the cut a converter off. So uh, you would think in a Walmart uh, parking lot it's a little busier, people are going to notice that activity. But um, unfortunately they didn't, or they saw it and just assumed somebody was changing a tire or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, it uh, brings up a few things. Uh, if you see something odd, let us know so we can check it out. Um, sometimes the uh, explanations are, are pretty re- realistic and uh, explainable. Um but sometimes a little second look doesn't hurt to see exactly what they're doing underneath there. Uh, there shouldn't be any reason anyone's uh, getting out a, a saw and uh, sawing stuff off the bottom of a car in a public parking lot. Done it. So, probably have, I was going to say. There's 
Always. There's always an exception, my friend. But it, it, you would indeed. you would love to hear that exception in person. But if absolutely, call, yeah. call us so mm-hmm. we can uh, keep a list and a running. Yeah, that would be. Uh, I mean, it's good material. Why? Yeah, absolutely. It's good material. Yes, and, hey. and and maybe you know while we're there, you could do some work on our squad cars. Oh, you know? that's we're always up for that. Not a bad idea. Uh, although you don't want me touching your squad cars. No, clearly, sheriff. Not. What do you call a vehicle that uh, your wife has before you started dating? I have no idea. A pre us, a pre us, right, Sheriff? Uh, pre us. You know, I think your wife was calling and said you forgot something else in your pocket. Yeah, so. I bet. I bet I did. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to acknowledge it. <laughs> it's just pre. It's just so. Uh, <sighs> I make too much money for this. They pay me way too much money, Sheriff. Yeah. Although they'll probably stop paying me if I keep having to go home in the middle of my shift, though. I would think that might factor mm. in. <clears throat> All right, what else? Uh, so we have uh, some more snowmobile complaints about uh, people not respecting boundaries. So obviously do your part. Don't go where you don't know that you can go. Don't assume because there's a trail it's an open invite for you to drive through there. Um so, you know, respect those boundaries so they don't restrict things more and more. It, it, it always is a problem when uh, people make assumptions and, uh, and then the restrictions or uh, laws and ordinances are made because people can't self-regulate very well. So, oh, I got, a, I got another good joke real quick, Sheriff. What do you call a person on a snowmobile riding on private property they didn't have permission to go on? Trespassing. Trespassing. There we go. <laughs> just a, I'm just with a you on that one. Yeah, stop doing that. <clears throat> uh, counterfeits. So we did collect uh, some order counterfeit dollar, well, $100 bills uh, this past week in the Hinkley area. So, again, if you're handling money, pay attention to that. Uh, obviously, if you're in a store situation, hopefully there's some decent video that's Going to sorry, squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what Looked are you doing? Window at the wrong time. Fair so enough. Obviously, if you're handling money in a store, there's video. Hopefully, um, but take that extra time to pay attention to the the currency that's coming in and uh, and let us know if there's uh, some suspects that we can uh, identify through those processes and and go talk to them because again, that's another one that uh, needs to stop and it's been all too common. Scams. We did a got a call on uh, somebody that was uh, an Amazon. Uh, well, the premise was it was Amazon that was uh, contacting mm. them in regards to some orders, and I think they were trying to report to the party that they detected fraud. So then they had to pay Amazon to process the fraud or something to that effect. Again, things get convoluted and uh, confusing when when you start engaging in those conversations if it's a if it's a scam call if it's a scam email you know try to identify those quickly and just quit engaging the people because um, they can do a good job of uh, convincing you it's real so be careful on who you deal with and how you deal with that uh, in any format if you're um, trying to do transactions um, there's a lot of ways to get taken advantage of. Uh, and then mail theft, we've talked about that as well. So um, this past week, we did get notified that uh, some Pine County residents' mail um, was discovered in the Duluth area. 
And also, uh, this week, uh, I think it was Lakeville that contacted us with mm-hmm. uh, some Pine County resident addresses, uh, ending up in uh, suspicious places with other people's mail. So it is uh, obviously something that is going on throughout the state as well, like we've talked about with the catalytic converters and that kind of stuff. It's not unique to Pine County, um, but it certainly is impacting us. So the... Uh, Good news is there's with both of those cases, there's some suspects that were identified in, in the recovery of it. Um, now it's a matter of, um, I think the one out of Duluth had 50-some different victims in the county. And there were about, I think, five that had already notified us. So that means there's a good 45 to 50 victims out there that aren't even aware that they were victims. Or if they are aware, um, didn't report it to us for one reason or another. So uh, it'll take some work to sort that out. I'm hoping that anyone that had a significant loss or a check that didn't make it to the um, you know, person they were trying to send it to or um, what have you would notice that and, and cleared that up and hopefully those are the ones that are reported to us. So um, you know, we've talked about before how to avoid um, the checks getting stolen on the way out of your house to the uh, the other people and, you know if if you're in a rural area don't leave it out there in the end of your driveway uh, with the flag up because that is a signal to uh, people that they might want to check your box and uh, obviously that's when uh, theft can happen so obviously the best su- suggestion is to bring it into the post office if you can uh, bring it directly if it's a local uh, retailer. Bring it to them directly so you don't have it sitting out there where people can take it if they so choose. And uh, you know we've talked about before keeping an eye on the neighborhood. If you're out in those situations where it, it doesn't look right, give us a call. Um, then there's also I was just uh, notified of this week. Uh, apparently the uh, postal service has a program. Um, I believe it's called informed delivery where you can sign up on your phone. You can sign up to an email address where, uh, the, the letter size stuff there that they run through the automated scanners, they'll actually send you, uh, my understanding of it is they'll send you a email with all the mail that they expect to deliver to you tomorrow. So if you look through that list, um, and one of those aren't there, then obviously that's going to be a, a, a reason to be concerned about what got intercepted before you got there. So if your mail's sitting out in your mailbox uh, during the day, you pick it up when you come home. Obviously, if there's uh, you know checks uh, or other important mail that you're expecting, um, it'd be good to know if you know if it sat somewhere in Seattle for a day. Um, or if it truly was about to be delivered and got intercepted before you got home. So um, someone was showing me on their phone they've been, um, how it worked. They've been doing that for a while, Sheriff. You know, know, again, we haven't talked about it. I, I have never claimed to be on the cutting edge <laughs> of technology, and I have never promoted the... Uh, I never signed and up. You didn't bring it up all the time. We talked about yeah, mail true. theft. You, got me. you have never you once got me. added that Kept knowledge it to, to me. So Kept it to myself. Sometimes you want to be the smartest person in the room, Sheriff. And for me, but that's it, pretty tough. So I have to keep a lot of things to but myself. If you've never 
display that knowledge, mm. then how do people know? Because it I only don't ma- think people automatically assume that about you. I don't want people to know that I'm the smartest person in the room. I want to know I'm the smartest person in the room. It's all about me. Uh, you can live your own lie. I mean, uh, yes. teach your own, man. Okay. But yeah, a lot of my friends have signed up for that. I don't have I don't have that yet. It is kind of intriguing though because for I had somebody that that happened to where they had they they got their like stimulus card yep. like in the mail and like the scan showed the card was in the mail and then they got home and the card wasn't there. So like it was more than likely stolen and he lives in like an apartment building so they were like they're like, "Well, I don't know, but it's the locked box, so it got stolen more than likely from somewhere when it was scanned to where it got there so um, it was kind of just a it's an interesting thing that it's worth signing up for if you can yeah and i think there's ways you can do larger packages that aren't auto scan too may not be available in all areas but clearly we've talked about the you know package thefts and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that gets left there so just a real good way to uh to know if something should be there when you get home and a good way to know that uh, it's missing and as we've talked about before the uh, the quicker you get um, knowledge that mm-hmm. something's not right, obviously the, the easier it is to take care of some things. Whether it's you know something that's affecting your your credit score and is on your uh, history that that isn't shouldn't be, or if it's a uh, outgoing check that isn't getting delivered where it should be, or an incoming check, uh, or even a birthday card that uh, someone thinks there might be five dollars in and takes. Uh, obviously, if you know that got intercepted the uh, instead of just lost or somebody decided not to send you a birthday card this year oh. whatever the case and may they try be. to play that card where oh, I sent one um, must have got taken yeah, exactly yeah. you can call them on it and mom that's right yeah <laughs> so again it uh, I think is worth looking into and, uh, and and certainly would help you again gain some uh, factual information about uh, what you got coming. We One thing we haven't dealt with in a while, and probably um, pandemic-related, I guess, would be we had a, uh, a loud uh, party reported to us. Actually, it was a uh, initially reported over um, someone had noticed on social media that there were... Uh, uh, possibly underaged people uh, promoting a party and showing uh, pictures of said party. Cute. So um, they were concerned that the, uh, the, the party obviously had uh, possible underage activity going on and uh, was fairly large. And there were, um, they were concerned about the uh, lack of masks as well. So the uh, the deputies went and checked that out, and sure enough, there were uh, a significant number of underage uh, people that had been consuming alcohol, and uh, and uh, wrote some tickets in that, contacted some parents, and uh, got everyone home safely. And that is one of our big concerns when when those kind of activities happen. It's you know when people try to get home or um, make decisions after they have uh, consumed. Um, that's that's when we see a lot of tragic things happen. So, um, you know, this was a good uh, good outcome in that we were able to uh, intervene in any of that. Um, there were some adults there that uh, will be held uh, responsible as well, and clearly we've talked about that and before that. Uh, you know, the county does have a social host law, where if you're an adult and uh, are um, 
involved in that or allowing that activity on your property, then there's, there's some consequences for you because, uh, again, we've seen some really bad outcomes, uh, whether it's uh, you know, traffic-related or uh, outcomes on uh, people's lives uh, with the early uh, abuse of chemicals. So, um, like I said, haven't dealt with that a whole lot mm-hmm. in this past year. Uh, people have been somewhat... Uh, um, smaller in their gatherings and not uh, creating so much of uh, and, uh, problems with others in, in their activities, perhaps. Um, so again, bad idea. Don't do it. Don't let uh, people that are uh, too young to uh, hang out on your property and, and uh, certainly don't uh, contribute to it in uh, any manner. Just uh, bad things happen. Uh, we also did have uh, some vandalism reported at the uh, City Hall Library uh, building in Sandstone. Did you book them? <laughs> no, we haven't found them yet. <laughs> They're going to be facing some library fines. <laughs> that is the goal, yes. Uh, so if anyone knows who was out there uh, messing around, it was discovered Tuesday morning, so probably Monday night-ish. Um, let us know who would have been out there and, and uh, what the issue was, and so we can take care of it. Obviously, it's public property. It costs everybody uh, some money to clean it up, if it's clean upable or fix it if they have to replace stuff. So... Uh, if you have an idea who that might be, let us know so we can look into that. We would appreciate it. Does that do it, Sheriff? I, I think we're done. I ran out of jokes, so it's a good time to end. Sheriff, thanks for stopping on by. We'll talk to you next week. All righty. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.